Hey everybody, welcome to this week's episode of The Underdog. Recording early this week, Monday night, Chris Warwardale joined by Matt Crone. Matthew, I know you're sick, but otherwise, how are you? I feel great, Chris. I feel like 100%. I've just been eating vitamin C tablets, doing some push-ups. Hmm. Everything feels good. I don't believe anything you just said. Nah, I'm a walking, talking friggin' germ right now. Not great. Well, well, these things happen. I guess it's a, it is that time of the year. So I think it was the cha- like it's so when I was in Vermont this weekend, great place. Yep. But like during the day, I was walking around in just a t shirt. But then at night, it got down to like thirty degrees, freezing. Maybe it was just like my body adjusting to craziness, and it's just like, hey, like what's going on? That's possible. Just the the shock of the sudden temperature change. This was always my thing when I was uh, when I was in California with the beach. It's like it doesn't matter if it's the end of the summer or whatever. Like as soon as the sun goes down, it gets freezingly cold on the beach. You just got to be prepared for the temperature change. First world problems, Matthew. Yeah, right. Oh, just bring a sweater is basically what we're telling people. Ah, uh, yeah, it's hard. You know, he's you're. Hanging out in Santa Monica, and then it gets chilly, and you're not prepared. Well, that's where the tricks are for kids. That is. Isn't that a song? Hello, Santa Monica, where tricks are for kids. I know this. Okay. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um. So, you've taken the coin pond to market, and that's going well? Yes, we are. It's hash pipe by Weezer, by the way. Um. Yeah, we're uh, we're rich. I'm making so much money. I was actually so I was in Vermont to meet with investors mm-hmm. because of the whole carbon neutral thing, and they're very yeah. environmentally friendly there. So I figured that's where I get to start. So I met up with a few guys, and looks like we're about to take off. And that is all, all that information available at macronpicks.com. Also, if you go to macronpicks.com, you head over to our YouTube page. We're picking up subscriptions at a rapid rate yeah it's awesome i just looked again because we talked yesterday when it was like 40k or i said hey we're almost at 40k and now i look today it's like 41.5k yeah 41.772 right now you a couple of nights ago yeah you said we're almost at 40 i sent you a picture that we just crossed 40 yesterday we went to 41 today we're probably going to 42 this is a this thousand subs a day thing i don't know how sustainable it is but i will take it and i'll ride this roller coaster as long as people want to want to get on well i think once we introduce that not only do we talk good sports but we bring in invention ideas we stimulate the brain and the mind that's probably why we're getting more listeners daily that all makes sense although now they're waiting for you we have to produce a coin pond commercial just like an ad read for a business idea that doesn't exist. That's good. It's literally just like an well, SNL bid. Yeah. Well, hey, maybe that maybe that's what takes the, the channel to the absolute next level. <laughs> but uh, I've got BovadaSportsBook.com open in front of me. We're going to talk. We're going to talk week six in the NFL, even though that it, we're currently still uh, at the tail end of week five. What was uh, what was your takeaways from this past weekend of football? Uh, my biggest takeaway is that Greg stinks at fantasy football and I beat him this week <laughs> that, and Austin Eckler put up a bunch of points and I pretty much ended Greg's season today. So it was, it was pretty good. And he's going to be very mad when he hears this, but well, you know. life goes on. He, he's, he's usually pretty cool about that. Stuff. <laughs> well, the thing is one of us had to be one and four and I'm a lot happier. It's him and not me. 
Yeah, absolutely. And uh, thank God for the Cleveland Browns who made Austin Eckler look like prime Barry Sanders this weekend. The Browns put up a lot of points this weekend, though, didn't they? Not really. I mean, they 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 won a fourteen nothing, and then the offense kind of sputtered from there. I think there was another score, but yeah, it was it was a bad game, and their their defense is just abysmal. the The talent is there, but the tackling is not is not there. Eckler just made them look foolish play after play after play. I think that the Chargers went into that game with the lowest yards per carry of any team in the NFL. And at one point, Eckler was averaging like 13 yards a carry. It's awesome. Of course. Well, Greg called it, though. He said that was going to happen against him. So especially after he traded Eckler to me. Mm. I still think Javante Williams is going to have a better year. But (laughs) yeah, yeah, we'll see about that. He could come back. (laughs) Are the Cowboys for real? Uh, I don't know. I have no concept of who is and who isn't for real. Just around the NFL, like the Giants are four and one. I would have put a lot of money for the Giants not to have been four and one. The Cowboys, Cooper Rush is just somebody, somebody, some media person compared Cooper Rush to Joe Montana. I feel like we're getting a little ahead of ourselves. I mean, there. he was 10 for 16 with 102 yards. Joe no Montana esque. <laughs> Very Joe Montana like with the fur coats. <laughs> That was Joe Namath. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I was um, I was friendly with Joe Montana's youngest kid, Nick. We we did an interview Nick with Montana. him. Yeah, Nick Montana, brother, older brother of Hannah. We, nah. we did. No, it's not. But uh, clearly, it's a made-up person. <laughs> <laughs> it's literally. You don't a know that that's, she's not. You don't know that that's not based on a real person. I wonder. I'm, I bet if you search Facebook right now, there'd be a lot of people named Hannah Montana. Cause it does like it rot like it 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 flows very well. Well, I mean, you so your your name has to be the last name has to be Montana for it to to be able to name your child Hannah Montana, which I do think is a limiting factor here. No, I think there's a lot. I mean, Joe, there's a lot of Montanas. That's a nice. Hold on, here we go. Hannah, I'm searching on LinkedIn if there's a Hannah Montana. I just want to put this in perspective for people who are listening right now. I was like, hey, yeah, we'll get, we'll jump right in. We'll do picks. <laughs> Keep this like 25 minutes. Cut to six and a half minutes into the show. Matt's checking LinkedIn for how many Hannah Montanas exist. So I have a hit. I have a hit that there is a Hannah Montana. I'm not going to dox her, but there's a Hannah Montana. There's also an Anna Montana. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty interesting. Less popular younger sister. Yeah. Um, yeah like there's actually a bunch of Hannah Montanas. Okay. <sighs> What do you know? Now, now, it's very unfortunate, though, if you have that name, especially after the show came out. Mm-hmm. Just people, because you're always good. It's like the Michael Bolton thing in uh, Office Space. Sure. When he's like, he's like, I go by Mike. And they're like, oh, oh okay. Sorry. <laughs> like, ah, classic. Classic. Welcome Absolutely to the name classic. segment. <laughs> Welcome to the name segment. And after the show last week, I went out and bought Gangs in New York on Blu-ray. That was great. I was very happy you did that. I will uh, I will get you digital access to it in the near future. I appreciate that. It's it's it is a good movie. Oh, it's a great movie. Yeah, like I, well, it's, uh, that that movie is it's. It always shocks me that that Paul uh, Paul Tompkins is in it. PFT. Paul Tom Paul F Tompkins, who also yeah, plays yeah. the devil in uh, what's that movie with uh, Jack Black, Tenacious D, and The Pick of Destiny. And uh, is a uh, 
a longtime favorite of Doug Love's movies. Longtime listener of this podcast. Longtime listener. I, at one point, I don't know what what because I'm not like let's just go talk to people on on Twitter. Either well, am I. I'm not that, I'm not <laughs> that guy. But at one point, I was like, I'm bored, and I, and I was like, I haven't heard I haven't heard PFT on Doug Love's movies for a while. So I tweeted at him. I was like, when are you going on Doug Love's movies again? <laughs> Didn't hear back from him, but I will say that he was on the show two weeks from then. Is, D- is DLM back on the road again? Oh, I have no idea. I haven't listened to the show in years. Yeah, either have I. It's been a hot minute. Fell off of that. Fell off. I was very into um, all fantasy everything for a while. But again, uh, one of those hosts, Sean Jordan, is an acquaintance. So... They got they got real high on themselves, especially uh, Ian Carmel. Regardless, naming, I think it's pronounced Carmel. I'm pretty sure that's not right. Caramel. Caramel is correct. <laughs> let's uh, let's get our picks for this week, Matt. Oh let's, yeah, uh, sure. Only eight minutes get, in. Get these in. That is by far the earliest we've ever gotten to. Them. Yeah, but just because we're on a tight schedule for once. Alexa read. Uh, I don't I don't read comments for anything, as you know. But I occasionally have them read to me if Alexis thinks some of them are funny. Mm-hmm. And she read me the comment from Better's Delight that said, 46 minutes in and they haven't even gotten to football yet. What is this, the underdog? <laughs> I'm glad we have the crossover listeners, though. That's pretty nice. <laughs> but yeah, they we did. That, those people were very complimentary about us, by the way. Yeah, right. That's it. This guy's name is Mercyfuls. It was nice. That was nice of him to tweet that at us or to write that at us. Yeah, always. Uh, it's n- backhanded compliments are always accepted. <laughs> always, as long as you have partly compliment in there. Right. Exactly. Correct. All right. Well, we're not. Uh, we're not going to worry about this Monday night game that's going to kick off in a couple hours. But let's jump to let's jump to Carson Wentz and those Washington Commanders going to Chicago. This is a game that can be missed by all and no one will miss anything but Bavada has the the Bears minus a point. What's crazy to me is that this was like we went from the worst Thursday night football game I think I've ever seen in my life with the Seahawks versus the um the Colts on Thursday. Yeah. That was so bad. It was literally just field goals and terrible football turnovers. Yeah. This might and be then- worse. That kicker, that kicker who was five for five, Michael Badgley for the Bears, at, contributed all of their points. The Bears were then like, I think this guy's probably too good, so they cut him. It's bizarre, man, bizarre. But I don't even know who's. I don't even want to pick this game. But I'm gonna take the Bears minus. Um, I'm gonna take the Commanders even money actually because they did do fine against uh, Tennessee this week because I, I had Tennessee in my um, survivor pool. So. This one feels like it's just going to be super boring. This, this, I feel like a, a confident under it could play in this at the thirty-eight. If oh, I don't. Yeah, I, I'm perfectly okay with betting the under in that game. If, Is if, David if, Montgomery even back? I mean, he played last week and he was a, he was just terrible. Well, yeah, I know. Khalil Herbert had one point one points for me. Didn't realize that Montgomery was back. My fan is, well, I just, Montgomery had like sixteen carries for twenty yards or something like that. That is what you say. Not good. It is yes, it is quite the definition of not good. I I might be. I'm looking for the Bears score. Uh, I am. I'm, I might be selling that down a little. Uh, so I was. That was. That was not true. He had 12 carries for 20 yards. Oh, that was yeah. Th- that makes a big difference. 
Yeah, he wishes he put up Khalil Herbert 2.8 yards per carry like numbers. Yeah, actually, Khalil Herbert did go four attempts for 11 yards. That's not too bad. Yeah, the saving grace is Montgomery did find the end zone, and he caught four passes for 62 yards. But yeah, your uh, your your star running back needs to get more than 20 yards. But hey, congratulations to Justin Fields for finally com- uh eclipsing the 200 yard marker in passing yards and that's you know that's what chicago wanted chicago's completely back right now good for them <laughs> absolutely the baltimore ravens head to new york to take on the four and one new york football giants bovada's got the giants plus five at home so what happened in this game like with the, I, I saw did teddy bridgewater get hurt yeah he got knocked out for a con- by a concussion allegedly the independent concussion specialist cleared him, but rightfully so. I think the Dolphins are like, eh, we've played that game before. Yeah, we probably shouldn't. Who, so who played quarterback for him? Uh, former Kansas State quarterback Skylar Thompson. Never heard of him. And rightfully so. He was pretty bad. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I will take the – oh, am I an idiot? You said New York, and I just immediately went to the Jets, and you were talking about Ravens-Giants, huh? Indeed. Yeah, I'm telling you, man, this the, this cold is getting to me. I oh, just the Dolphins, mean, the Dolphins played the Jets last week, so the immediate rematch would be surprising. <laughs> so it's we're talking about the Ravens Giants, correct? Yeah. All right, so give me the Ravens. Okay, you've got the Ravens. Um, uh, my they don't. I don't think anyone should ever bet my picks anyway, but like especially not this <laughs> week. Like I'm not a disclaimer there. Hey, you are the three-time champion, the only champion of Better's Delight. That is true, and uh, I don't think I'm going to go four-time, but then again, I did win the last week, last year, so anything could happen here, Stu. Anything can happen. Uh, the Cincinnati Bengals head to Nolan's to take on the New Orleans Saints. Bavada has the Saints plus two. Bengals, minus 130, because the Saints stink, but I'm not going to do the covering, because Bengals are weird. Bengals... They yeah. looked okay at some points last night, but a lot of times they didn't look okay. So it was weird. And then, was, so, how, yeah. Yeah, so I'm going to that was weird. So I'm going to take the <laughs> Bengals just money line. Uh, yeah, Burrow just doesn't look right to me. I mean, that offensive line is horrible. That That's holding them back, but Burrow doesn't look right. I think I, I my, my thing this whole time is the Bengals are just got a little too high on themselves, a little carried away with their own hype. And uh, I yeah. think it's holding them back a little. I think it's gotta be that the O line's gotta just be the biggest issue. They need to just go out and start their next draft should be all linemen. Well, and they, they spent a ton of money this past off season to, inc- to improve the offensive line. And it's, it somehow got worse. Who the heck did they sign? They signed Lael Collins from the Cowboys to a pretty big deal. Never. Heard and they signed a guard as well. Never heard of that guy, the guard. Well, I didn't just didn't say his name. <laughs> the Jacksonville Jaguars head to Indianapolis to take on the Indianapolis Colts, and Bavada's got the Colts minus two. A lot of close lines this week. Jaguars plus one fifteen. The Col- like at least that's actually that's a weird line. Mm. The Colts are just bad. Like we've watched but, them, but the Colts coming off a win, Jaguars coming off a bad loss. I just I don't know, man. I think the Jaguars. Get back into. I just googled jaguars. The actual animal jaguar is crazy. Like with the, it sure is. the design and everything. Whoever designed the jaguar did a good idea. Is that God? Whoever whoever designed the jaguar did a good idea. <laughs> Dude, I don't even know. Like if I should be speaking, my brain hurts. Everything's crazy. 
No, I uh, think we got enough out of that one. Yep. So Jaguars. I, I like that a lot. I'm, I've been on the Jags all season, and this Colts team is terrible. Matt Ryan is is cooked. Yeah, for sure. Jaguar. The Minnesota Vikings head to Miami to take on likely Teddy Bridgewater and the Miami Dolphins. Bavada has the Dolphins plus three. I don't like want to even touch this game because I have no idea. Yeah, the Vikings can be weirdly good, and the Vikings could also be atrocious. And the Dolphins are weird. Like they were what three and zero at one point, and now lost the past two games. Yeah, obviously without Tua, I think Tyreek is in a it was in a boot after the game. That's not good for my fantasy team. No, yeah. that is the big concern here. All right, give me the Dolphins plus one thirty-five. I'm. Very confused in how we got to the two most important players are hurt. Let's take the money line. But fair enough. The New England Patriots head to Cleveland to take on the Cleveland Browns. Bavada has the Browns minus three. I mean, Patriots look good this week, right? They yeah. crushed this week. That was nuts. They did, but that that Lions game, the uh, the Savion, oh God, I'm, I forget his last name. The, they they had a really bad injury to one of their defensive backs, Savion something. Um, I Smith. feel bad that I'm forgetting it. Is it and, Smith? Yeah, and the guy he literally got ambulanced off of the out of the stadium. Oh no! Yeah, no. It it looked. Thank God that got movement in all of his extremities and everything. But to me, it looked a lot like the Ryan Shazier injury. Uh, and no, even that yeah, was my terrible. concern. And when that kind of thing happens, it just it shakes the whole team up. I don't I don't blame the Lions too much for not being at full strength after that. Yeah, that's brutal. Hopefully, you can get back and get right, and it's not nothing for too sure. Long, nothing too like long term damage or anything. Yeah, hopefully, you know, just a sting or something like that. But uh, but the Patriots did look good, and the Browns did not. So, yeah, I will take the Patriots plus 135. We're going unders this week, underdogs this week. All right. I was talking to my buddy this weekend, and yeah. uh, we, were talk- we were talking about gambling. And he was like, he was like, yeah, like, is it bad? Like, I never bet when it's a plus number. He's like, I'm like, so you only bet the favorites. And he's like, yeah, like, should I do something else? I'm like, technically, no. But, like, do you win a lot? Do you- I was like, do you win all your bets? And he's like, no. And I was like, well, there's your answer. Like, mm-hmm. sometimes you got to take the plus money. Sometimes you got to go with your gut. Exactly. <laughs> and gut in this case is the Bengals plus 135 at Bavada. Exactly. But Nothing wrong with that. The the Bailey Zappi era of uh, New England Patriots football. Is that who who the hell's Bailey Zappi? He was your starting quarterback last week in a 26 nothing win over the Detroit Lions. Who does he play or wh- where did he go to college? <laughs> I know <laughs> Western Kentucky or Michigan, one of the two. I forgot which one. Oh, this is the guy that kind of looks like Mac Jones. He looks like, yeah, he he looks like a stunt double for Mac Jones. Yeah, that's exactly what it does. Yeah, it looks, that's 100% a perfect description of this guy. That's crazy. Close and close enough, but not exactly right. That's why they had, because they had him as third string because he was great for practice team. That's what, that way um, everyone like on the defense was like, okay, like, yeah, we can practice against the real Mac Jones. Yeah, it's crazy. It's weird. And for photo shoots when they don't need Mac to show his face, it's wonderful. <laughs> it's great. It's great. It, I know that Patriots, man, they do something different over there. That's why they have all those Super Bowls. Exactly right. Thinking outside the box. So, uh, and we're going Patriots here. The the Jets uh, are in Green Bay to take on the confusing Green Bay Packers, and uh, the Packers minus seven at the bottom. 
I'm going to take Jets plus seven. Packers are weird. I know it's a London game, so it technically doesn't count. But mm-hmm. still, I'm going to take the Jets plus seven because the Jets just put up 40 points, right? Legally, that game does not count because it took place in London. But yeah, yeah they 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 scored 40 points against a, a shorthanded Dolphins team, but but a Dolphins team nonetheless. Still put up points. They still put up points, you know? Yeah, Brees Hall... The, basically the player that the Bears hoped David Montgomery would be. 18 carries, 97 yards, two catches, 100 yards. Finds the end zone. Zach Wilson was adequate. Didn't didn't throw an interception, didn't give the game away. That's a big step up for Mr. Wilson. So Nothing wrong with that. The uh, What happened to Michael so, Carter? Sorry, I was coughing. Yeah. <laughs> what happened to Michael Carter? Or is he, yeah, is he uh, mixed bag for Carter, 10 carries, 21 yards, but scored twice and caught two passes for another 12. Wasn't he supposed to be like the man? He was like really good last year, wasn't he? He was so, yeah, last year he was a rookie. He was running back out of North Carolina, shared the backfield with uh, Javante Williams at North Carolina and uh, and Sam Howell, Deami Brown, and uh, another receiver I'm forgetting. But he's a smaller back. I think he was always going to be kind of a complimentary guy. They brought in, they drafted Brees Hall high in the second round to be their their number one. And you know, just I think I think the modern day NFL is a two running back backfield. Okay, all right, that's good. If that's how you think coaching should be done, did you see the Bills are trying to go after CMC because Matt Rule got fired? <sighs> Matt Rule deserved to get fired, um, and and Baker Mayfield is is hurt and just horrible. I didn't see they're going after McCaffrey. That's man. That's going to be challenging financially, but I mean, the salary cap in the NFL is kind of fake anyway. So it's true. It's just like, uh, whose line is it anyway, where the points don't matter and everyone wins at the end. Exactly. Right. (laughs) Uh, I saw that, uh, that through his team's first five starts, Baker Mayfield has the second worst quarterback rating of all time. That's so bad. Behind only uh, behind uh, he was a sixteen point eight behind only Jamarcus Russell a year in Oakland when he was an eleven point something, and to put in perspective how bad Mayfield has been, the number three on that list was the twenty seventeen season for the Cleveland Browns of Deshaun Kaiser who was just as bad as you can imagine, and uh, statistically he was a little bit better than Baker was in Carolina this year. Thank God Baker got all that money already, right? You're not kidding, because I something happened to that guy last year, and his brain broke because he is just not the same player he was. Yeah, it's really, it's really bad watching him play. He, At least he put all those commercials. And you notice he's not in them this year. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, he he's got a he's got to find himself as he's got to go to a place, be a backup for somebody. A, one an established quarterback for a couple of years and figure out uh, how to be uh, a professional again. But yeah, I'm sure. I mean, I'm I sure he's not. Actually, be. I saw Bortles retired. Huh? That was crazy. He quote quietly retired is the way that he put it. Good for him, right? I, I wonder where's a good fit for Mayfield. You know, I, I like him. He'd be a fun backup for for Josh Allen in Buffalo. Yeah. Um, could be a yeah, good backup for Mac Jones in in New England. The yeah, the problem is there's just so many teams that their quarterback positions are kind of bad right now. You he might get another shot somewhere. Sure hope not. Well, I, I sure hope not for whatever fan is involved in that upcoming catastrophe. Big fan. 
it, it all comes back to Pat Oswald. <laughs> the San Francisco 49ers head to Atlanta, take on the Atlanta Falcons, and Bavada's got the Falcons plus five and a half at home. I don't think that's enough points. I like the Niners at minus five and a half. If it was seven or eight, I wouldn't like it. But five well, and a half. bigger line. That's a couple points. Yeah. The, Fal- the Falcons lose this week? The Falcons lost that the very controversial game against the Bucks, where Grady Jarrett was called for one of the single worst penalties in the history of football in that roughing the passer on Tom Brady at the end of the game. Oh yeah. I, you know what? I did see that video on, uh, on you or on Instagram where it just was just horrendous. Like, it was such a, like it was nothing. It was absolutely yeah. nothing. No, that was and universally. Everyone thinks that's the wrong call. Maybe technically it's the right decision because he twisted and kind of like threw him, but it surely because of momentum. Yeah. No. And, and he didn't even like slam him hard or anything, you know? No. But it was yeah. Tom Brady, so. That's bad. That's really bad. Meanwhile, in that same game, a 10-year-old ran onto the field and was just destroyed by security. Interesting. Yeah. Don't, so, don't, don't break the rules, I guess, huh? It's it's fine to hit a 10-year-old, just not a, leave the 45-year-old man alone. <laughs> Wait, do you see he's, like, doing suing stuff? You, like, got a lawyer, the guy who got hit? Oh, in the uh, in the Monday night game, yeah, no, he's and he'll win. Of course, he will. One hundred, like they'll win a hundred percent of the time. In just insanely stupid decision from Bobby Wagner, insanely was a, stupid. Was it a gender reveal? That I, I don't know the answer to that, but I mean, it was pink smoke, so that, it's that. I, uh, that was my guess. That, that's all I could think of, like whenever I saw it. But of course. I'm sure somebody posted like these gender reveals are getting out of hand. Like, For sure. Well, if it was, I'll tell you what, Bobby Wagner's contributing to that kid's college fund. Yeah, right. <laughs> I don't have any plans for saving. I got a different idea. Be right back. <laughs> yeah. Well, Greg and I talked about this a little bit uh, when we recorded your wrong earlier. And I, my first thought was I want to, I texted John, our, our buddy, John, who works in security at a major stadium. Because I want to, I want to know what, and I know it's not apples to apples because it's it's basketball versus football, but like I want to know what they're told to, like how they're told to handle people running onto the court and stuff like that. Well, I mean, it's probably similar to the way that people um, you see all these videos of people robbing places where they're like, oh, just let them take the stuff. We can't touch them, or like because it'll you could get a lawsuit or something. I was told that when I worked, I worked at the King of Pressure Plaza a long time ago. And we were with the King of Pressure, the court. I worked at both, but this was the court. And they literally told us that if you see somebody stealing, do not pursue them in any way. Call security. That's yeah. it. Do not touch them. Do not address it. They, you will, you will be opened up to a lawsuit if you chase them and they get hurt. Yeah, it's crazy. That's like in Liar Liar when um, Jim Carrey's talking to the guy, and uh, a bank robber or like a robber falls into a guy's kitchen, gets mm-hmm. cut by a knife. And then he sued um, the girls whose house it was. And then Jim, and, the, and the lady was like, what would you do in that situation, Jim? Jim can't lie. And he's like, I would have got her more money. And then everyone's like, oh, Jim. Like, it's a whole well, that's thing. Based on a tr- that's based on a true story where yeah. a, a burglar was trying to rob a house, fell through a window, fell onto a knife, sued the people and won. That's crazy to me. That's of absolutely crazy. The law just doesn't make sense sometimes. 
Trust me, I know. <laughs> the uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers head to Pittsburgh, take on the Pittsburgh Steelers. Big line, one of the biggest of the week. Steelers plus nine at home at Pavada. Steelers are bad, huh? They are. I just don't even know. It's a big line. Nine, nine's a lot of points. But the Steelers are really bad. That they are. Tom Brady's going through some stuff. But they won this week, barely, right? Well, thank you. Big thanks to the referees, just like we talked about. But, yeah, they did win. We, yeah, we just had this conversation literally 10 <laughs> minutes ago, five minutes ago. Not <laughs> less than that even, but, yeah. <laughs> Steelers plus nine. I hate, good to I hate to do it, but I'm going to do it. The Arizona Cardinals head to Seattle, take on the Seattle Seahawks. Bavada has the Seahawks plus three. Bad week to be a Cardinal. Shout out St. Louis, you dummies. Um, shout out the Phillies moving on. Shout out the Mets not doing anything and not playing any more playoff baseball. But, hey, that's super cool that they got that trumpet thing, huh? <laughs> well, you know, it's somewhere Mark is very upset because he won't get to hear the trumpet anymore. Greg was making fun of that for that this week, too. And he was like, or yet to, to, it was literally this morning. And Mark was not happy with Greg about it. So that sounds correct. Uh, Cardinals minus three over the Seahawks. Panthers head to Los Angeles to take on the Rams. Rams, biggest line of the week, minus 11 at home. Who's playing? The guy from Kansas State is playing quarterback for the Panthers right now? Nope. That's Miami. Okay. Uh, the, the, in Carolina, it's Temple's finest, PJ Walker. All right. Give me the Panthers. New coach bump, plus 11. Um, the Rams have just looked so bad. Yeah. It's like so bad. So I'm going to take the Panthers plus 11 with the new coach bump. The Buffalo Bills head to Kansas City, take on the Kansas City Chiefs. This is tough because the Chiefs still have a game to play before this, but here we are. Uh, Chiefs plus two at Pavada. Bills minus 130. Josh Allen revenge game from the playoff game. Bills going to go in and stomp. Can't wait for this one. Sunday night football, Dallas Cowboys in Philadelphia to take on the uh, the remaining undefeated team in football, 5-0, Philadelphia Eagles. And uh, to celebrate that 5-0 record, Bavada's got the Eagles minus five. Don't love that line. That's a lot of points for a pretty good Dallas defense. Yeah. I'm going to go Eagles just money line in this game. I like the over-under, the 42 over-under, by the way. I like the over. I like the over in that as well, Chris. Okay, well, I'm glad we're on the same page. Yeah. The final game, the Denver Broncos head to Los Angeles to take on the Los Angeles Chargers. Bavada has the Chargers plus, uh, pardon me, minus five. Chargers minus five. The Broncos are so bad. Russell Wilson is just a bad. Stop putting these guys in primetime. Broncos yeah. are playing so many primetime games, and they're terrible. Chargers minus five. <sighs> Last thing I got for you before we get out of here. 2022. World Series winner odds at Bavada, Matthew. The Dodgers plus 275, the Astros plus 350, the Braves plus five, the Yankees plus five, the Padres plus 1,000, the Phillies plus 1,200, the Mariners plus 13, the Guardians plus 1,800. That's free money, coach. Free money plus 1,200. The Philadelphia Phillies of the Pennsylvania southeastern area. Go Phils. Love this team. Love the excitement behind it. Shout out Rob Thomas. No, not the singer. Rob Thompson. Um, and I think Rob Thomas, too. Yeah, but, um, uh, yeah, he got a contract for two years. I'm excited, and I'm ready to roll into tomorrow's game at 1 o'clock. Yeah, the interim, the interim title has been taken away. He is the Phillies' official manager, gets a two-year extension. Exciting times uh, for the organization. And uh, 
and Rob in general. Congrats to him. And Rob Thomas, whatever you're up to, congratulations. I'm sure you're killing it. Isn't that right his now. name? Rob Thomas? Rob Thompson. No, who's the it's Matchbox Thomas. 20 guy? Rob Thomas is the singer of Matchbox 20. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. That's what I thought. <laughs> yeah, he is. Yeah, that's, ex- that's exactly correct. <laughs> anyway. That's going to be it for this week's episode of The Underdog. For Matt Crone, I'm Chris Horwood. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you back here next week.